0: Well, what a privilege uh, today. I've been able to track down um, a politician in North America. Very exciting. This is a, uh, you know, it's a real privilege for us to have him on the podcast and uh, let's chat to him right now. Let's flip it over to every politician ever during this time. Here we go. Thank you very much. How are you?
1: Hello, Todd. Yep, very nice to be on your uh, your pod show. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you for being uh, available. I know it's the weekend, but I appreciate you putting time away for uh, us to have a quick conversation about this. Obviously, it's a crazy
1: time. Yep, that's no problem at all. You know, you, my number one priority is, is serving the people. And if that means that I have to work on... Uh, the weekend and that's completely fine with me and i think that reaching the demographic of this the, your pod show was is very beneficial for those people for for me and also for those people
0: well that's great i mean you sound like a very uh, benevolent very selfless person i mean to get into politics what do you think that it drives
1: people to get into politics well, I, I uh, you know, it's a great question, on I, I think it's the, I think we want to help people, and we really—the only reason you would ever even get into politics would be to care about other people and see how can I improve their life, how can I make things better for them, and it's not about us; it's really about them.
0: Well, that really is inspirational, you know, because a lot of people think that sometimes maybe people just get into politics because of ego and because they just want to lead and they and they want to suck any power that they can out of any system and that's the real driver behind is not because they want to help people but because they just want to be in charge what do you think about that
1: no no that is that's definitely not not true you to be a to be a politician is to care about the community and to be very in touch with Common people, and let's get everyone back to work.
0: Yeah, that's great. I think that's a great message to get everyone back to work now, given the the difficulty with COVID19, obviously, I mean everyone's talked about it, what in your opinion, um, do you think people should do?
1: Yes, I think it's very important for people to realize that this is, uh, probably the biggest opportunity in my career, sorry. I, I mean, uh, it's a very important time to listen to exactly what I have to say, and I probably have the most power now more than any time ever, and so I think everyone should isolate, stay at home, and in between bites of eating anything, even if it's a granola bar, you should put a mask on in between biting even a granola bar.
0: Okay, that's great. Yeah. So, I mean, and have you ever taken any um, medical classes or has this been enlightening for you to learn about virology, the way that that actually works?
1: Yeah, de- yeah de- definitely, definitely. Uh, it's a virus, and so it's, it can spread, and the more important part is you should listen to exactly what I say, because I've done about the same training as everyone, as a regular person for medically, but you should listen to me and stay inside all day and not even go out, not, don't even go out there. Put a mask on your face and uh, your hands.
0: That's great. Thank you very much for the advice. I think people really appreciate um, you know, hearing directives coming from a person in a point of authority, especially hearing that they might not have any more medical training than the regular person. I think that really resonates with a lot of people. Now, um, how about the, over the holidays, what do you think that we should be doing travel-wise?
1: Yeah, I think that uh, travel is only if it's absolutely necessary. If it's absolutely necessary, that's when you should. I'm sorry, hold on one sec here. Get your ice cold, bud. Light, bud. Light, sounds a hip. Yeah, just sorry, I'm gonna call. Yeah, I'll take three. I'll take the... Yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, absolutely necessary. Uh, that's when you should be. Tri- Otherwise, everyone should be staying at home right now.
0: Okay, that's that's great advice. Thank you so much. And and you do realize that by staying home, you know, it's it's a huge impact to the economy and even the mental health of a lot of people. But it's I have to ask you something. It does sound like you are. So where are you right now? It seems like there's a lot of background noise.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm not, uh, no, I'm not anywhere. I'm just, uh, I'm, uh, the TV is up loud, and it probably, it probably sounds a bit like a beach, doesn't it? Because we're watching, we're watching a beach movie. I think the movie's called Being at the Beach, so I apologize for that. We're just social distancing here in my house. Listen to a movie.
0: Okay, are you sure? Because it sounds like, it sounds pretty loud. Like, it, it uh, I, you know, I'm not trying to, call you out but it sounds to me like you might be on vacation yourself even though you told everyone else they should stay at home and not travel it sounds like maybe you actually went on vacation
1: well that would be ridiculous I mean what kind of a politician would be successful if I was if we were complete hypocrites I mean you you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to be a, a politician if you told people to do one thing and then you completely did the opposite thing
0: Right, right, right. But I I guess for a regular person, if I could speak for them, they feel like maybe that is what's happening. I mean, it sounds like you're maybe even on a vacation right now, even though you've told everyone else that they should be at home. And we've all sacrificed a lot to not to obey the rules because we believe in them. And it's but it sounds like the people who are telling us this maybe aren't even obeying that themselves. What do you think about that?
1: Oh, that's—I think that's a really good point. But you know, it, what's for I'm actually going through a tunnel right now. I'm going through. There's a tunnel. Oh, I think the, the connection's getting pretty shitty.
0: You're going through it. Sorry, there's a tunnel on the,
1: on the beach. There's a tunnel. Yeah, sorry, t- t- Todd. I can't even hear you anymore. Where are to go? Yeah, I'm just like, trust me. I'm so to sure. Make sure you stay at home. Make sure you put a mask on and sacrifice everything in your life. And I gotta because I have a tunnel. I'm not on a, I'm definitely not on a beach. I'm not on vacation. Over Christmas, I'm a you're in a tunnel.
0: You're in a beach tunnel?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. I can't hear you. Goodbye.
0: Boom. It's time for a Sunday bonus episode. And yeah, that's at the forefront of my mind right now, man, is how many politicians are just getting busted for... It's so funny to me. They say one thing and then they go and do the complete opposite. Hold on, let me plug my headphones in here. Let me plug that in. A little behind the scenes. There we go. That sounds better. Come on, man. Like, we're all out here willing to sacrifice, willing to make the moves that we need to do to handle this thing. It's important. But the number of politicians that have been busted for you know, saying, oh, everyone locked down. You should, in between bites, you should wash your hands in between bites. And then they go to Hawaii. Who is the guy in Ontario? There's an Ontario uh, guy. I mean, it's not worth going over their names. Who cares? And he was like, oh, yeah, it was an Ontario minister. Uh, yeah, Caribbean holiday. <laughs> so I will give that guy credit. I mean, I saw the press conference. He did it right when he got back. And he just admitted it was a dumb mistake. But come on, man. It's a dumb mistake. That's no, 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 no. You got caught. That's what happened. You got caught. It's not dumb. You would have thought about that ahead of time. You told everyone else to not travel unless they need to. And then you went to the Caribbean or Caribbean. I've never known the right way to say that. Pirates of the Caribbean. But then if you're going to a buffet, it's a Caribbean. (laughs) I don't know. I just think that there's never any excuse for hypocrisy, regardless of your political standpoint, anything like that. And these, these, you know, everyone's shut in, but I'm going to go do whatever I want. Come on. And so I'm glad he resigned. I think there's a bunch of other ones like that. You give people just a little bit of power and you see what they do. And this is, I know this is supposed to be an uplifting podcast, but sometimes we got to keep it real out here and we can't, I, at least maybe that's one of the benefits of all this is it, it's exposed. The reason that we have um, controls in place, the reason that we have our processes that we have is because of this. You just cannot trust people. Even people that look good. They wear a suit. They look good. They got a good haircut. They cut their nails. They shave part of their armpits. They trim their armpits. And we can't even trust you. Shame on you. Shame. It's disappointing to say the least. And you know what? That's a grown adult too. And also, who wants to go to the Caribbean right now? I'm scared. You know, Jen and I usually go away every Christmas. And there actually was, you could actually go to Mexico this year. They were letting people in because they're like, we don't give a shit. Come in here. <laughs> quarantine for two minutes. You know what? I, th- I, literally, I think the rule was you go to Mexico, you quarantine for like 30 seconds. They just start a microwave. And then as soon as the microwave cooks a pizza pop, they're like, yeah, you're, you're good. You know what, if a pizza pop can cook in this time, you can't spread a virus and you just come in. And I I really miss that because we used to, that was our tradition is we would go away during the holidays, go to a tropical place. But I thought this year, I mean, is that where you want to be if a medical thing happens? Honestly, and you never know how you're going to react to this stuff. So I just thought, let's, let's not even risk it. I don't want to be, ugh. It's already gross. When you feel sick in a hot climate, is there anything worse? It's gross. At least when it's cold outside. And there's something a little bit more, I don't know. You can puke. Maybe it freezes right away. <laughs> there's there's something about like humidity and hot and feeling sick. It's just the absolute worst feeling. It's like, you know, salt in the wound. You already feel sick and now it's going to be hot. It's going to be humid. Gross. So yeah, shame on any of these people. Any Anyone who tells people, or exercises their power, and tells us what we're supposed to do, that's fine. I understand that. But then you need to live by that same the same tenets, or whatever it's called. You can't just go to... What were you thinking? Come on, man. Come on now. You know, you give some people just a little bit of power. Some people are really good at handling power. Some people are really famous, and they're humble, and they don't even... You know what and here's the comedy here's the stand up comedy equivalent is there's some comics this is the this is the litmus test that I've figured out over the years is that there's some comics who will come through the clubs and they sell it out their concert series and you can tell who's cool or not by their the writer that they send in because some of them are like these comics will come in and they sell the room out they're one of the biggest names and Their rider has like two items. It's like water and, you know, maybe a granola bar, something like that. When I see that, I'm like, that's a cool, I know they're going to be cool because they're just going, I just want to perform comedy and yeah, I guess I could, you will give me whatever I want on my rider, but I don't need stuff. So I'm not going to write it on there if I don't need it. And then you see some other comics come through and dude, sometimes it's so funny because you would go to a comedy club and you can tell a special quote-unquote special act is coming through, which is basically like, you know, a big comic, usually a U.S. comic. And you go in there in the green room, it's like everything's been sanitized, it's been vacuumed, and they have like truffles, turtles, a chocolate fountain. There's like a new audio system in there. Just in What I don't like is like the just-in-case stuff. Like if you're going to eat crackers, that's fine. You can put it on there. But I can tell there's some stuff where they're like, oh yeah, just in case my sweet tooth acts up, I want 10 packs of Skittles. And you know what's so brutal is you come in to the club the next week and all of those candies are still there because the person didn't even touch them and now we're all just munching it. So that's kind of the equivalent to me. There's all these, you know, it's just how you approach life and it's like, yeah, just because you can do something, should you do it? Just because you could order a rider, That says, I wanna have a hamster spray painted green with pink fingernails. You could do that, but do you do that? That's how you really decide or you can kind of uncover who's down to earth and who's not. And I don't know. I don't have any time for the longer that you go on in life and you become an adult and you realize we're all just kind of the same. The people who throw that diva stuff, you just kind of go like, all right, okay, you're not a superhero. The only person who should be able to act like that is if you can legit fly. Like if there was someone who was uh, a real life uh, um, Superman, like if some guy could actually fly, then I'd be like, that guy can be a bit of a diva. You better give him extra fries if he asks to not charge him. But everyone else, you can't fly. You're just like me. You're just like all of us. So get over yourself. Wow. This is quite the tone today. All right. Now. Uh, we did have somebody wrote in about aliens, Misha. Thank you, Misha. Mish, Mishmash. Thank you for writing in. Um, she says, Todd, listening to your podcast, have you ever watched Alien Worlds? Watch it. So let's Google. What is Alien Worlds? I cannot believe this is becoming such a big theme in this podcast. This is so funny. Uh, alien. <laughs> what is this? Okay, so here's the weird part though. All right, so Misha, they, it has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's good. 6.5 on IMDb. How could there be that big of a spread? Now let's see the images here. I encourage everyone right now, if you're listening, just Google Alien Worlds. And I'm not trying to laugh at it, but the dude, the alien looks like a Furby. Oh my God. Is this a full circle where we're connecting all the dots? On everything we've talked about in the past few episodes, this guy looks like a Furby. Damn, it does look pretty cool though. So if you're not, if you don't have a chance to Google this, the main alien, and this is all I've seen of this so far, he kind of looks like a a koala bear with just kind of less of a nose is how I would describe it. No nose. Ooh. I mean, I guess there's no smells in space. Huh? There's also no sounds in space. Did you guys know that? Because there's no air. There's no smell, so he doesn't have a nose. He looks like a Furby doll. Ooh, okay, I'll watch it. I'll try something new. I will try something new with the aliens. I'm always down to watch a new thing. Now, will I be able to convince Jen to watch that? Fat chance. Fat chance. But let's see. That's not what I... Oh, shit. I just dropped my phone. That's not what I wanted an alien to look like, though. Like, he's kind of cute. I want them to be jacked. And to be honest, we'll have to run this alien by my brother... Seeing as how he's encountered one and see how, man, I cannot believe. <laughs> Even when I tried to do an episode today about something different, it's come back to aliens. But thank you. Thank you, Misha. I will try that. We'll see. I would love to know if anyone else has watched that. Okay, I'll give that one a go. And then um, we do have another message here from... Michael holding a pineapple. Yep. That lines with other encounters. I've heard for sure. I heard an alien stole a Hawaiian pizza from a delivered delivery driver. Yeah. I mean, agreed. We don't really have a lot of details on the, even the, the pineapple, the, the, you know, the later that I get in life and the more that my brother and I discuss this story, which is probably about once a month, we think maybe it was a metaphor. Maybe it was something saying like, I'm sweet on the inside, but pokey on the outside. Or it's a peace offering. I'm open to all the theories. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll never know. Maybe we'll never know anything like that. Well, I would love to know. You know what? You Oh, you guys, you know what we should discuss next? Let's talk about ghosts. Do you guys want to talk about ghosts? If you have seen, and I'm not going to be, I will be 100% open-minded to this. If you've seen a ghost, just send me the details and I'll discuss it. I'm not going to be skeptical. I will be open-minded. And it's another thing like the abductions where when I was a kid, I was sure there was ghosts around every corner. And then as I grew up and I saw, you know, how people, the things that people will do for attention, i.e. when they're outside doing a TikTok dance, that when someone can stand on a street corner and do a TikTok dance as if there's no one else in the neighborhood, that's where I go like, yeah, that ghost stuff is probably BS. Cause it's the same thing. It's just someone doing something for purely for attention, but listen, I'm open-minded to it. And I'm fascinated. If anyone has seen a ghost, I want to know what they look like. I want to know what they said, because I'll tell you, okay, you know what? Okay. I'll tell you my one. I'll tell you my one story and we'll get out of here. This is a Sunday. It's a Sunday bonus. I know you guys got stuff to do now. This is my one ghost story. And this is hundred percent true. Otherwise, I would not dare say it. And I never saw this spirit. That's an important thing to point out. I never saw this spirit. But when I was a kid, probably right after the alien with the pineapple visited our room. This is the same room, seven years old. I think it was about two weeks later. I swear to God, I woke up and something didn't feel right. And something, something squeezed my side, or is it squoze? I always say squoze when people laugh at me. Something squeezed or squoze my side so hard it was undeniable. It wasn't a cramp. Cramp is internal. I felt something grab beside my body and squeeze it. I'm doing it to myself now. And I remember freaking out. And then the next morning, I went to my mom and I was like, mom, something squeezed me last night. And I thought, I honestly thought she'd be like, oh, tell me more. Like, was that, it could have been the ghost? Was the pineapple alien back? And she's just like, yeah, sometimes, um, you know, things seem real that aren't real (laughs) and completely shut it down. But that's another one for me. That's a hundred percent. That is a true story. I know that it happened and something squeezed me. Something squeezed me. Also, someone, uh, one time touched me in a science center and I'll talk about that next week or tomorrow. I don't do weekly. I do daily. Someone, Touch me at the Science Center. And I'm going to talk about that tomorrow. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. And like I said, have a happy Sunday. And I will see you guys on Monday or tomorrow, whenever you listen to this. Bye-bye.